Hello, everybody. Dr. Lonnie Stewart here from the Healthcare Education Transformation Podcast. Are you a physical therapy student about to start studying for the National Physical Therapy Examination? Or maybe you're a professor, a program director, or a clinical instructor who teaches DPT students preparing for the NPTE? Either way, we would recommend checking out our sponsor, NPTE Final Frontier, and the community they've built around preparing for and succeeding on the NPTE. That exam and the preparation that goes along with it can be long, tedious, difficult, and stress-inducing, but it doesn't have to be. NPTE Final Frontier has the tactics and resources to help address all of the usual barriers. They even have scholarships to help with NPTE study courses, FSBPT registration fees, and even research opportunities. And if that's not enough, they're even donating to the very first annual HET Podcast Scholarship to be awarded at the end of every year. Go to NPTEFF.com for all of the details and use code HET for 10% off all purchases. Links to both the NPTE Final Frontier and their scholarship options are available in the show notes. And now, let's get ready to learn. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Healthcare Education Transformation Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. F. Scott Field, and I've got for you today another Teach Me Something Tuesday episode. This is part four of four on becoming a master adaptive learner. And this section is all about adjusting. The adjusting phase of becoming a master adaptive learner uh, really involves making actual changes to one's practice based on the new learning that has occurred. So for students, that might be something like incorporating new ideas or understanding just new practices into their skill base and their foundational set of skills. This could include clinical reasoning. It could include approaches to given patient problems. It could include creation and presentation of a specific patient assessment or plan. Whereas for the practicing clinician or the professor, right, the, the person that's been out there and who has done it uh, for quite some time and has been practicing maybe for a long time, the adjustment phase involves changes to their own strategies for patient care. This can be tough because, A, we have to kind of put our biases aside and what we believe in and what we've been doing for many years. We have to be open to the change. And this can be something like small changes, like uh, maybe the type of antibiotic given for a certain uh, disease or which exercise to give to strengthen a certain muscle if we're talking about rehab. And it can go all the way up to large changes, like a whole new treatment plan for a whole population of patients. So we have to kind of think about this. And really, the skills that are needed here include the ability to differentiate how the new information learned should be applied, as well as the change management skills that are needed to implement the change. Meaning, is this for just an individual patient that we're doing this small change for? Or is it a whole healthcare system that's going to have to learn this whole new method in order to implement this new treatment plan? So it's really a delicate balance of, again, really taking into account what adjustments need to be made based on all the things we've done to get to this point, to review, we've planned, then we've learned, then we've assessed our learning, then we've decided, hey, this needs to be implemented, so we're now adjusting. And again, when we're adjusting, we just need to think, okay, is this something small that's being changed? And I can just start little by little. Is it something large that needs maybe more systematic planning and, and a bigger type of, of way to make the change? 
And then again, we need to assess the skills that we have and that we need to really make the change and implement. Um, and again, that needs to look at, is this a small thing or a large thing? Is it for just one individual patient or person, or is it, you know, systematic or, or a whole healthcare system wide? So if we consider all those things, if we make the adjustments, we go through the whole process that can help us as students and as clinicians and even as professors become a master adaptive learner. If these four mini series episodes on Teach Me Something Tuesday were helpful for you, if you enjoyed them, if you liked the idea of becoming a master adaptive learner, there is a book out there called The Master Adaptive Learner that's written by William Kircher et al. That's C-U-T-R-E-R. Uh, and you can look that one up. Sold everywhere that uh, books are sold. So check that one out if you to learn more and do a deeper dive on becoming a master adaptive learner. I like to think overall that I'm pretty adaptive myself. I like to just kind of roll with the punches and accept that change is going to happen. So just figure it out as I go. Um, so I'm always open to to learning new things and figuring things out and seeing what works and what doesn't. So hope that was helpful for you. Uh, check out the book if you'd like to do a deeper dive on becoming a master adaptive learner. And we will see you on the next episode. Well, I hope that episode was entertaining as much as it was informational and educational. If you enjoyed this episode or any of our past episodes, we ask you to please subscribe to the podcast and leave us a rating and review. And please share out the episodes to those who you feel may be able to benefit from them. We also urge you to follow us on all social media platforms at HET Podcast and let us know what topics or experts you would like to hear from in future episodes. And just as a reminder, none of the information on today's show should be considered medical advice. It's simply infotainment or edutainment to help educate our audience. For medical advice, we always advise you to reach out to your preferred medical professionals, and we'll see you on the next show.